What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Dreamos podcast. We are so stoked to have our very good friend, Jesse Malloy, with us today. What's up, Jesse? What's up, everybody? Thanks for having me. Um, it's just a pleasure to be here and have a nice chat. Oh, yeah. We love a good chat around here. Uh, just so glad you're on today. Uh, I'm just excited for everybody to get to know a little bit more about you because you are the absolute man and uh, people are going to get to hear why, which is which is going to be fun. Um, okay, so right, right for those who don't know you or why you are the absolute man, like I've said, would you mind just letting everybody know a little bit more about who you are and what you've been up to? Yeah, yeah. I'm just a man, though. I'm just, <laughs> just, just a man. Not an just, absolute. But yeah, I don't know if I'm so absolute, but I am <laughs> drinking some yerba mate tea, though. It Ooh. gets me a little pep in my step. Mm-hmm. You know, this this isn't necessarily sponsored by, yeah. I don't even know what the name brand is, I mean, but yeah. Could but, be uh, Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm Jesse and I play saxophone. Um, I produce music. Uh, I do some scoring. And um, yeah, this, is, this has been a journey um, to pursue music uh, in my life. It's been, uh, I knew ever since I was nine and a half uh, that I wanted to do it. Got the uh, the pleasure of like rocking in the studio with you. Um, yes, that was so fun. Not too long ago, but you know, um, uh, yeah. And I play uh, I played saxophone with Panic at the Disco uh, since 2016, um, and I've played saxophone with the Midnight and um, and just various other artists and producing, been scoring um, along with my partner Dave Veith. Uh, both of us together uh, are called Crush Effect, and we've been scoring the music for uh, Transformers Earth Spark, which is a new animated series. So cool. a lot of fun. So, yeah, yeah. Well, for all the listeners out there, now do you understand why I've called him the absolute man? I mean, playing saxophone, producing, scoring, he does it all. Uh, where you said like it's been a journey. Would love to hear, like, it didn't all start with panic. It started somewhere. Would you mind just letting us know where it began and, like, a little bit more about the journey to where you are now? Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, once I finished college, I had, like, all the intent to, like, pursue more school. So I was going to get my master's degree. I was going to, like, go do a performance thing. And uh, I ended up... uh, it was, it, I had graduated in a, in the summertime and this was now winter. And I kind of heard this small, still voice that was just like, leave your saxophone in the trunk of your car, which I never did, never did. Because one, it was going to like snow that night, freezing, terrible for the saxophone. But two, you just don't want to leave like your ax like in the car, right? <laughs> yeah. But, but I like did. It was like the only time that I did. And I ended up being out and there was this band that was coming through town. This my buddy hit me up. Oh, meet me here. Like... Oh, let's go check this. Uh, they were kind of like soul, the soul jazz band, like on the jam band circuit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I ended up sitting in that night playing saxophone with this trumpet player and uh, a guitar and bass and drums. And they were so, so funky. Anyway, that <laughs> night they ended up asking me to play Portland uh, and Eugene. I went to uh, Southern Oregon University. So I was in the Oregon area um, at the time. Yeah. And then from there on, they asked me to tour. And so then for the next two and a half years, like I was on the road, like playing 150 shows. Wow. Like a night, which was like already like the thing that I wanted. I wanted to get out of college and just play. Yeah. 
So, but you know, it was like that kind of thing, you know, making no money, but you were playing every night. Yeah, for sure. You know, so, you know, fast forward to the journey and just the seasons of life, you know? So anyway, I moved to LA and I, I was telling my friends and they were like, dude, you gotta go. You just gotta go. Yeah. So moved to West Hollywood <laughs> man, and was, and was living there um, for several years and then ran into um, just you know, an amazing and a great church and just started meeting people at that point. Okay. And so as much as LA, like there was this, this courage it took like in that time to make that decision for me and that it can be really trying and hard yeah. to a lot of degrees. There was also just like some amazing people. Wow. And so like getting into community surrounding faith and a church that believes in Jesus and meeting just the community that surrounded that and the the industry yeah. of music that was in LA and everything else that's, that's in huge. LA was amazing. And definitely for the first, you know, several years of being a part of that community and being in LA during that time and stuff. Yeah. So, um, you know, God, you know, there's, there's moments where I could find frustration because it's not, it wouldn't be all these, you know, I wouldn't necessarily get, maybe opportunities that I would want, but God always showed up, showed up mm. with what I needed. Yeah. When I look in the rearview mirror, it's like God's fingerprints over all of it. That's cool too. Like getting getting opportunities that you needed, not necessarily the ones that you wanted. It's um, humorous in some ways how God shows up Yeah, like that when you can kind of look back and, and see. And sometimes, you know, trying to just learn more and more like in the moment, go God's timing here. You know, God, what do you where do you want to, you know, where do you want to send me? Yeah. Yeah. Like you might not know what he's asking you to do it, but, or the reason why he's asking you to do it, I should say. And then once you do it, you can look back and see how he was working through it. Yeah. Cause I always feel like it's like these incremental steps. Mm. Like I always feel like, at least for me, it's not, it's not rolling out like the, the five year, two year, or even like the two month plan necessarily. Yeah. It's like very incremental, like very small detail. And I find that like, he, he's all about the detail, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, that, that helps kind of weave, you know, our stories together and forward. And, you know, it's, it, it's amazing. Yeah. So. And it's also just like, uh, it's not necessarily questioning him in like, why what's happening. It's just cool. You want me to do it. Let me go take a step toward it. You'll find out the reasons why in the future. So you can learn to trust him along the way, which is, which is super cool. So from here, it's like, how did, how did the, like the midnight happen? How did panic at the disco happen? Maybe we could start there and then we could talk about what you were going through while it was happening. So I was in Pittsburgh on tour with uh, the Pink Floyd experience. Wow. When I got an when I got an email about um possibly doing the Panic at the Disco gig. Yeah. Um prior to that, I had been linked up for a short term with Mike Posner. Oh no way. And had become really good friends with his musical director at that time. And for me there was this combo kind of uh producer or Ableton playback DJ and saxophone kind of thing. Wow. You know, that was kind of happening just for this short bit. All while that was happening, I I had I had literally 
like uh, was on Craigslist, one of those first few months yeah. that I was in LA. And I had met this guy that had like these kind of random gigs time to time. They're always kind of like fun and like super, super random. Yeah. But so um, I ended up <clears throat> getting a call to like go to one of these sound stages and um, yeah, ended up playing saxophone for like uh, T-Boz from TLC. And so then the guitar player that was there and this musical director who I was friends with somehow like both kind of put my name in the hat when like it crossed that Panic needed a sax player. Yeah. So anyway, I got an email while I was in Pittsburgh. Wild. And so like that's kind of how it happened. So in a way there was kind of... um yeah, this, this part where you're, you're kind of around people like, you know, enough to like kind of hang and, and kind of, yeah. yeah. So I, I feel very fortunate. It's cool, man. Just to see yeah. the steps that you've taken, not knowing how or why God's asking you to do it, but you do it. And then boom, you've got the dots connected and now you've got these big opportunities. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just like super grateful. Um, yeah. and like, uh, um, the panic at the disco family is, is incredible. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's kind of like just one of those, one of those gigs that I feel incredibly fortunate to be a part of. And yeah. you do feel like a family and, and, um, gosh, just seeing the world, you know, which yeah. is, and which is incredible. Going from that too, I was interested in knowing about what it, what it was like with them on the road, uh, what you what you experienced to be the light from okay gosh this is this is the general market how can I continue to be me in this space did you find that difficult did you find it easy did you need to take risks um, it's more of like going into those situations how best can I serve mm. this band how yeah. best and and it <clears throat> not saying like like how amazing can you play saxophone? It's it's it wasn't. It was like, how do you show up? Yeah. Like and and serve what you've um, been hired or been given the opportunity to come do. Yeah. You know, so that was like saxophone. So it was like, if I'm there, like, you know, it's just to just to how how best can I serve the situation? How best can I show up? You know, on time. How best can I can I play? Stay creative. Try you know stay just like. You know, I just want to, you know, it's just kind of like bringing that vibe yeah. into the situation. So, and it kind of wasn't much more than that. There was no overthinking it or anything like that. And and there was some incredible conversations, Wow, you know, along the way. Yeah, so. that's so cool. And I would just encourage any listener who's going through just the the small things or maybe don't feel like what, what you're doing is important. I think what Jesse's saying is the smallest things are the most important because they're what's right in front of you. And we don't know what's going on in the world of those around us, but you just showing up and being who you are and serving them in serving the moment can make a massive difference in your life. And again, you may not know where God's leading you or why he's asking you, but taking those steps to do it and taking those steps to be who you are is what it's really all about. I love that. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. A lot of listeners are going through some things right now that may be preventing them from moving forward, or uh, they may have had a letdown, or they may, may be discouraged or disappointed. What would you tell them 
to encourage them to keep going. I think I have to to remind myself like of the bird's eye view sometimes. That's good. Um, you know, because I can get so caught up with like little detail or one little thing, like one email, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or one conversation or like, you know, with when the music industry, like at least for, at least for me, you're constantly being rejected. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so there is, there, there is moments where, you know, you, you, you land a gig or, or, you know, or you might land a film or you might, you know what I mean? But I mean, talk to actors that like literally like go like on auditions yeah. like all year long. How many no's have they had before? You know, so so sometimes like a bird's eye view, like I, I think if there was really practical steps, man, go for a walk, get some bit of ex if you if you're someone that likes to get exercise, like that's gotta be mandatory. Yeah. If you're not but you but you enjoy walks in that fresh air, that's equally um and when it can be a tool using you to to push past that moment Mm. like it's 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 been so beneficial to be part of a community um faith-based community for me it's huge because all in those moments when when i was talking about like when you show up to like serve something it literally could just be that i like listen to somebody yeah like like because we've all needed somebody to just listen to what we had to say you know what I mean? So yeah. I, also this pastor said, said this, um, uh, one time it was a Christmas Eve service and he came out and, you know, sometimes he came out in just kind of in a really calm mode. He's like, you know, if you're, if you feel like you're going through like a hard season, he's like, go find someone to serve and watch how God changes your heart. Wow. And like that, so not to be like just so much like I'm kind of ringing the bell on the word serve a lot, but like, I mean, it's good. I just, um, for me, for me at that point, I was, yeah. I was like, I was like having a pity party. Mm. I was like, dang, you know what? Like, let's, you know, who, who, if I were to look around, even if it's like a friend that just needs a phone call or a text, yeah. you know, they need a ride to the airport. Like, okay, giving someone a ride to LAX might be a little too much, but <laughs> it's <laughs> a lot. Kidding, but I'm just kidding. But yeah. like, you know, um, yeah. Well, it's good because I mean, serving gets you out of your head and helps with a bird's eye view because you get to zoom yeah. out. And when you're yeah. out of your head, you you get into somebody else's life and you can help build yep. them up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And get sleep. Yes. <laughs> and get and get sleep. Wake up, wake up early. I would say that that's huge. I, I, yeah. I really think that that's really, but get all the sleep you need, but wake up early. Which, that, which means you have yeah. to figure out when you're going to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As a musician, yeah. I go to sleep so late all the time. Yeah. Not so much anymore, but like, yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. And, and I've just found that that's another, that's another big, big thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, you're not too much use when you're really tired. And it's yeah. harder to think straight when you're overtired. It's like zoom yeah. out, get some sleep, get around good community and serve. Yeah. I think those are massive points that are going to help a lot of people. L- literally fire a text to your friend and just say, how are you doing? Like, yeah, literally there's, there's, there's a step one that could lead to step two, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's really good. Yeah. 
go ahead and do that. If you're as long as you're not driving <laughs> or on a bicycle right now <laughs> right. as you're listening to this, maybe pause. Yeah. Shoot a text and you better to a be friend. in airplane mode if you're on a flight, okay? You better stay in airplane mode. <laughs> stay in airplane mode. No one wants to get in trouble here. But yeah. uh, it's it's so good to have you on today. And uh, for anybody that wants to follow along and listen to what you have going on, what you've been releasing or catch you on tour, how can they find you on social or um, a website? Yeah. Whatever you got, I'd love for them to know so they can yeah. uh, keep up with you. I- Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Um, but yeah, for your listeners, if you have any questions at all, anything like that, um, I'm probably most connected just on my Instagram. Hit me there, Jesse Malloy. I love uh, having conversations and, and just getting questions. So if, if any of that, and, and, you know, if you like animated series, check out Transformers Earth Spark, um, Crush Effect. We've been making the music for, uh, season one. And so that's on Paramount plus and on Nickelodeon. And it's a nice combo of kids and family and adult. It's, it's, it's been a blast. So it's so awesome. All right, everyone go follow Jesse Malloy with the O's watch the shows and, uh, give him a like, give him a follow and let everybody know about him because, uh, like we said in the beginning, he's the absolute man. So thanks again for listening to the Dreamos podcast, and we will see you next time. Hey, thanks again for hanging with us on the Dreamos podcast. And before you go, if you want to be the first to know when new episodes drop, just make sure to subscribe, like, follow, turn notifications on, and all that other stuff to make it happen. And if you want to share this with some friends, that would mean so much to us. Just make sure when you do, tag Dreamos Collective so we can make sure to say hey. And last thing, if you want to learn more about the community and how you can be a part of Dreamos Collective, just visit Dreamos Collective. All right, that's all I got for you. Talk to you soon.